What's going on, fam? Welcome to the Refocus Podcast. My name is Peyton, and I'll be your host. Man, this is the first podcast of 2019. So welcome back if you've been a frequent listener, and if you are listening to the first time, uh, I hope today is your Refocus Day. Um, Here we refocus hearts and minds toward God. And, you know, today I'm just going to talk, man. I... There has been a lot that's been going on, you know, with the holidays and um, just preparing for what God has in store for this new year. Um, a lot has been spoken over me, my friends, my church. And one of the things that has been spoken over me is transition. Um, that there's going to be poss- that seems like there's going to be a transition that's going on in my life um, from what I've been, what I was doing last year and the years prior to what I will be doing in the future, what that God has in store for me in the future. Um, so just really looking forward to that. Um, a lot of people have been saying they've been praying for me, so I appreciate everyone who has been. I uh, appreciate it was everyone who's been praying for me and my wife and for my wife specifically for continued health and uh, continued strength. And, you know, people have been saying, you know, big things are coming. So I receive that in Jesus name. And, um, you know, I hope you receive whatever is whatever's big things that are coming to you as well um, in this new year. I think there will be some great things that will happen uh, for people uh, this year. And not just myself, but just people who follow Jesus, man. It's gonna be, it's gonna be awesome. And so, um, today I there was a scripture that really just hit home for me. Um, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, a lot of YouTube videos, and um, one of the things that kind of erupted last year, um, as far as the Christian community. It has to deal with a lot with perspective and understanding and understanding that when we counsel others, we got to be willing to listen as well as effectively speak into somebody's life. And so uh, first uh, Wednesday service for our church, uh, we were talking about being counselors or the, the purpose of giving counsel, what we need to do, prepare to counsel and, um, you know, just un- understanding that we need to properly counsel people um, according to the word of God. And so one of the scriptures or the scripture that I want to read on today is out of Proverbs 15, chapter, or Proverbs chapter 15, verse 14. And I'm reading the Compass Bible. Um, it says, those who have understanding hearts hunger after knowledge, but those with no understanding feast on foolishness. So when we were talking in our class Wednesday, we were talking about how to prepare ourselves to be used to counsel, meaning how do we prepare ourselves to be able to counsel other people? And um, and there were three elements in our in our lesson. One of them was to pray, of course. Um, st- or praying in the spirit, uh, specifically studying and then educating yourself. And this is where this Proverbs 15, 14 comes through. And it says, those who have understanding hearts hunger after knowledge, but those with no understanding feast on foolishness. And God really revealed to me in, through the scripture, just the way our society is now. Um, so going back to uh, an issue that blew up in the Christian community, um, involving an artist, uh, a singer by the name of Lauren Daigle. Um, Lauren Daigle, if you don't know, um, phenomenal singer. She actually had the number one album 
um, on Billboard, and that is a feat that few Christians have accomplished. Like Toby Mac's done it, Lecrae's done it, um, Chris Tomlin's done it, but you know, like these are big names who have been doing it for years, and so Lauren Daigle, uh, NF has done it, um, and so. These are, you know, there's only been a handful of handful of people who have put out a Christian album that has done, or who are Christian artists that has put that has put out an album and has topped the Billboard charts. So, um, definitely shouts out to her for that, and that's a win for the kingdom. And so, people were loving this, you know, or Christians were loving this for sure. And as they were loving this, um, you know, it opened up opportunities for Lauren to be able to. Uh, sing in front of audiences that may never have even heard of her, heard of her music, or uh, or anything like that. So Ellen DeGeneres um, got a hold of her music and loved it, and invited her out to the show. Um, so immediately, people were already criticizing Lauren Daigle for being on Ellen's show. Um, if you don't, you know, if you don't know, Ellen DeGeneres is. Um, a homosexual. She she is a lesbian. She um, and and was really about uh, the LGBT community, LGBTQ community, and their rights, um, and that their rights and that equality. So that kind of bo- that kind of boiled over and just or that what what made it boil over, I should say, is shortly after being on that show, Lauren Daigle was interviewed on a radio show. And they asked her the question, is homosexuality a sin? And her response was not biblically accurate and was a bit of a letdown for, for Christians in, in this community, in our community. You know, just being honest, even I was kind of like, man, when I heard the response. Um, but the response was some. It was somewhat along the lines of, "Look, I have a lot of friends and family who, or I have a lot of friends and people close to me, who are homosexual." And she didn't want. She pretty much didn't want to uh, answer that question. She said, "I don't know. Um, look up the Bible. Look it up in the Bible for yourself. And when you find out, let me know." And. Anybody who's read the anybody who's really read the word or and, you know, just being honest, just understanding just in the culture of today, homosexuality is is definitely um, a, a sin and it is definitely something that God is against. And so, you know, it does uh, come. It, it is a touchy subject for both the church and the world when it comes to that area of it being a sin, it being wrong by God, and what I always, or what God has brought to my attention with this is that, you know, if anybody were to ask me, it's, yes, I, you know, if I if I was in Lauren Daigle's shoes, I would tell the person that, yes, it is a sin. You know, the Bible does say that homosexuality is an abomination, it is not the design that God has intended for our lives. But so is fornication. So the same thing with fornication, same thing with sexual immorality, uh, pornography, you know, all these um, uh, incest, all these different 
area, all these different areas that sex was not intended to be for. That is missing the mark. That's what sin means. Is that is miss? It's archery term meaning to miss the mark. So we miss the mark of what God's standard is. But as long as we have breath in our lungs, there's always redemption. There's always getting into right standing with God. You know that just that justification and that sanctification, um, the justification to and then to so we can be sanctified and used for you know being set apart for His purpose. Um, and so when I wrote when I read the scripture, I explained to the little group that we, when we were doing uh, this when we were studying the uh, being counselors or preparing ourselves to be count to to counsel that this is our society today we're so bent on trying to be right or trying to force our views or our values or our morals on another person who may disagree that we take we don't take the time to understand why does this other person why does this other person view this area, this topic, in this in a different way? And I really liked um, what BuzzFeed did, or what Buzz, what the little series BuzzFeed was doing, or is doing still, where they will put people of different beliefs, different religions, different nationalities, and see if they can sit them in a room together and talk and see if they can actually come to under, to an understanding or not. And so one of the things that BuzzFeed did was that they had people speak to a pastor about why they don't go to church or why they don't believe in God. And they brought Erica Campbell um, in. And if you don't know who Erica Campbell is, um, Erica Campbell is part of is one half of Mary Mary. Um, and she's also a pastor. So she, they brought her in and had three random people, one who, uh, considered herself to be an atheist. Um, and for those who don't know, an atheist means that they believe specifically in evolution, that they believe that when you die, you die, that your purpose here on earth is whatever you make it out to be. And you know, that's it. Everything's based on science. Then there's another. There was another one who was a former Christian. Um, he actually was really more Mormon than Christian. Um, and then and a person who's agnostic. And if you don't know what agnostic means, they don't be, meaning they don't believe in anything. They don't. They're not. They don't relate to being an atheist. They don't relate to being a Christian. They don't relate to nothing. They're just like we're we're here and we die. We weren't made from different germs on the planet there was no big bang there was no this there wasn't that i don't believe in anything there's there's no higher power there's no way way of being it's just whatever you decide life to be and that's it and by the end of the interviews um two out of the three people were really just more open to knowing God, knowing who God is, you know, not necessarily being like, oh, you know, Erica Campbell got them saved or anything like that or brought them to Jesus. But they you could tell that they were a little bit more open and a little bit more understanding 
of the Christian point of view and even their own and even kind of figuring out their own point of view. They were like, you know, you know, the girl who was agnostic, she was like, I don't agree with what you're saying, but I can still tell that it's good. I can still tell that it that it's rooted in some good things. You're saying good things. I just I just don't agree with them. And for me, I'm like for somebody who's agnostic, for somebody who doesn't believe in anything, who can simply who can simply say what Erica Campbell believes in God, Jesus is not real. That's dumb. That's stupid. She took the time to really take in what Erica was saying and understand. And 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 vice versa. Erica Campbell was really trying to take in the girl's point of view who was agnostic and even the girl's point of view who was atheist. She was like, "Man, I just feel that you are so warm, you are so approachable. I really enjoyed having this conversation." And that's what really these things take. Um, one of the things God brought to my attention when it comes to disagreement. Disagreement doesn't always mean hatred. Disagreement doesn't always mean bigotry. And I think if we really took the time to understand each other, that we would be more effective counselors. If we took more time to understand each other, to understand other people, to understand people who battle with homosexuality or who live a homosexual lifestyle, people who battle with wanting to be with with atheism or are practicing atheism, people who are agnostic, people who are former Christians, former Mormons, former Catholics that struggle with understanding who God truly is and then to accept what truly the word says about God not what the ministers have said and and understanding context and understanding all that understanding the context of the scripture we could be so much more effective ministers of reconciliation ministers of the gospel evangelists, preachers, teachers, if we just take more time to understand, just like the word says. Um, The ESV version says, the heart of him who has understanding seeks knowledge. If your heart is for understanding, if you seek to understand what somebody's going through and then are led by the Holy Spirit, you know how much more effective you can be as a as a minister and as a representation of Christ, a minister of reconciliation. We're ministers of reconciliation. We are supposed to help people reconcile with God. You know, and people say, well, it's Jesus who, who brings reconciliation. Yes, but we are considered ministers of reconciliation. We preach reconciliation. We preach we preach and we minister and we tell people how to reconcile with God, and that is to that is to commit to Jesus. But people want to know, does Jesus understand my pain? Does Jesus understand where I'm coming from? Just is you're saying that what I'm going through is not what God intended to be. Then why do I feel this way? And for us to understand that or for us to gain that understanding by having conversations and having relations with people, man, that's truly promoting the gospel. So I just want to leave you with that today and for this week. 
I'm going to get back on the ball, man, now that the holidays are over, now that the craziness of the holidays are over, um, we'll get back on to uh, bringing you podcasts um, more effectively or more consistently um, every week, as I was doing. So feel free to like, share, subscribe, um, follow. If you're listening on any of the platforms, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, thank you so much, man. Um, we're working actually on a YouTube station, on a YouTube channel, um, which will have uh, actual, which you'll actually see me teach um, and, and and talk um, and do interviews and such and such things as that. And so that'll be more content for you as well. So be on the lookout for that as well. Feel free to comment. Feel free to shoot me an email, Peyton Refocus Podcast at gmail.com. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, man, I would love to hear your heart on this. Um, once again, I hope this is this has been your refocused day. Peace.